there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking... But I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week, I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. My guest this week is not only a showbiz friend, she's a proper friend. You'll see us together on RuPaul's Drag Race and she's a guest on Life's a Beach. Let's hope she doesn't fuck it up. It's Michelle Visage. Final boarding call for Michelle Visage. Michelle Visage. Michelle Face. Michelle Face. Michelle Visage. This is the final boarding call for Michelle Visage. Michelle Visage. Michelle Visage. Thank you. Welcome on board, Michelle Vizard. Yay! Thank you for having me. Thank you for flying Alan Air. Oh, of course, I always do. It's so good here. I'm a isn't frequent it? flyer. <laughs> so tell us, what are you like on a plane? Um, you know, I've flown so long that I'm okay with it now. I do not like turbulence. So if I'm lucky enough to be flown first or business, yeah. um, and I'm laying down and the plane goes turbulent, I pop up like a like a meerkat yeah. out of the hole, like a prairie dog. And I look around, nobody cares. I feel like I'm the only one who's you freaking. you fly so much. I know. You just come from Auckland. I came from New Zealand. It was a 24-hour travel to the UK because it's 10 hours to um, Singapore. Yeah. And then 14 and a half to London. You look so good. I know, I'm dark. I look shit when I'm I come tan. off a plane. Honestly, I look shit. My skin looks good because I've got some sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. But it's it's difficult, you know, and there's jet lag and all that. And then I got sat next to, in the 14-hour flight, next to a family. And listen, I'm a mom. Yeah. There were two children. One was about six. One was about two. And the six-year-old was, there was no parenting in sight. 
Oh no. no. Yep. What do you like though? Like I'm like that when I see I mean, I'm not that bad just because I have my own and I understand, but I was the mother who was like, Baby, you can you can yeah. do this, you can have fun, you can talk, but shh. Yeah. This kid was screaming at the top of her lungs, like, Mommy, mom like the whole and cute lasts for about ten minutes when you're Oh, what about when they're pushing yeah. the tray up behind your head? Bang, bang, bang. All of that. Because on a plane, kids are like farts, you don't mind your own. Exactly. Actually, that's life. That's actually a good statement for life. And I'm a mother. But yeah. it's your own. But honestly, there's you have to understand that kids are allowed to be themselves. Yeah. But they, it's okay to parent your child and say, give them some coloring in. Do that too. That only in. lasts so long, though. After a while, kids are running up and down the aisles. But Now, believe it or not, on this podcast, I've been doing my research. Go on, then. You want to go to Butlins. I want to go to Butlins! <laughs> Take me. Oh, my God. I'll take you to Butlins. I want to meet a red jacket. You're such a cheap date. I know. I'm. So, you have no idea <laughs> how cheap I am. I want to go so badly. And they're all over the place, aren't they? Yeah, and they, they have great entertainment there. You get them yes. all over. I've done some stand-up at Butlins. Of course you did. You know what, Alan? When I was doing Strictly, we got to Blackpool. Everybody was warning me with their eyes rolling like, oh, yeah, wait till you get to Blackpool. Like, cheat, cheat. I loved Blackpool every minute of it I think because I'm from New Jersey which is the Liverpool of the United States yeah. it reminds me so much of like Atlantic City and of course it had its heyday probably in the 50s yeah, and so, yeah. but at the 1850s. end of the day 1850s <laughs> I'm joking. I love black. I turned the lights on in Blackpool. And I understand why. I just loved every second of it. Like yeah. I would do, I would turn the lights on. Invite me, Blackpool. I'll go turn the lights on. Oh, they would love you for oh, that. Oh my goodness. So Butlins would be right up my street. Yeah, yeah. Because you are a proper Anglophile. And I know you're not one of those Americans that comes, just minces up and down Bond Street. You've been everywhere. I yeah. know you've been to Stratford. Because you? you came over here for a holiday when you were younger. Is that right? When I was 13 years old, the first time. Now my parents, we did not have a lot of money. We weren't poor, but we were, I would say, lower middle class. You know, both my parents worked. I was a latchkey kid. Um, and they would go on holiday and they would not take us. So we would stay with an auntie or a friend, you know, because I think it was expensive when you start bringing four. Two God, is yeah. different, right? So we would go, we would drive every year to Florida. It was a 24-hour drive and my grandmother lived there, so we didn't have to pay to stay anywhere. So that was the only trip we got. They saved up years to take us to Europe for a two-week vacation and I was 13 years old and very into the punk scene so it was like the birthplace of punk and I was so excited to see all of it and wear my blue mohawk and be like cool and wear my Sid Vicious padlock and my you know all of that and Carnaby Street was still a market I couldn't wait to shop there Yeah. yeah so it was magical so for when I got off the plane and I did not know where I was going it was like the newest thing to me you know yeah it's like I said, a lower middle class, I was very bougie to be like, um, I went to London for the summer. <laughs> and it was the most incredible experience. And we went to England, Scotland, and Wales. I don't remember Wales much, but I do remember Edinburgh, loving yeah. that. Oh, stunning. Up but it was it? like me and my brother. I wanted to shop, and all my brother wanted to do was go to castles with my dad. So my mom and I would yeah. split up, go shopping. I remember having afternoon tea, which is why Fortnum and Mason is so important to me because yeah. my mother's not with us anymore and she took us there. And back in those days, do you remember how fancy you'd have to dress for afternoon oh, tea? Oh, yes, yeah. You weren't, you didn't go as a punk, did you? No. Well, yes, but I dressed up punk. Okay, okay. I dressed yeah. up. Like the hair still <laughs> looked the same. Of, yeah, won the lottery. A punk adjacent. <laughs> right. So I remember going and now, uh, you know, dressing up and wearing my Sunday best, even with with the hair the way it was. And now you could just basically roll off the street and 
jeans and joggers. Can I be a little bit snobby here? Yeah. I think you should wear Dress a up little still. bit of yeah. a blazer. You mm. know, I'm not saying don't, you know, just uh, nice shoes. Mm. No, I don't like a shell suit going to Fortnum and Mason's. Maybe I I'm a bit a... of a snob. I don't like it. I don't think you're a snob. I think it's tradition. I'm classy. Yeah, you're, you're so classy. <laughs> you're very classy. I just love an afternoon tea. It brings me so much joy. And Fortnum's in particular. I know there's Claridge's and people have their favourites and I've done quite a few. Yes. Yeah. But Fortnum is still number one yeah, for me. Yeah. And it just reminds me of my mom. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. It is. This is a message to all our passengers. Please be aware that meerkats are not allowed on board. Yes, meerkats are not allowed on board unless they are an emotional support meerkat. Thank you. So tell us, what's been your worst holiday? My uh, honeymoon. <laughs> No way. <laughs> I don't know. That's really nice, honey. No. I love you. It's not because of the company, obviously. Of course. My husband and I, my husband David and I had, um, I was on the radio, so I had to wait a couple weeks. So we got married. I had to wait a couple weeks, then take my honeymoon. Um, we went to uh, St. Lucia. And we stayed at a oh. Sandals resort. Do you know what Sandals oh, is? Oh, yes. Right, Benidorm. So it was like... <laughs> They've only started letting gays go there. Do you remember they all kicked off a few years back? At Sandals? Yeah. Now they let anyone in. Uh, even okay. I, even That's I ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so we went to Sandals Resort in St. Lucia because everybody was like, oh, it's an all-inclusive and, mm. you know, on a cruise, that's fun. Yeah. But when you go to a honeymoon one, there's no kids allowed at this one. Oh. It was very, like, forced fun and I realized very quickly I'm not a part of that. No. I didn't want to play tennis with other couples. I didn't want to, um, yeah, you know, have dinner, share the hibachi table with people. Like, I wanted it to be my honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. So, like, with three days later, we had just gotten a, a new puppy, and my mom was watching him. And three days later, we were like, we miss Chasey. We wanted to go home. The Mars rover was landing the first time. We were, like, yeah. watching that. We should have been having sex. Yeah, like, of course you should. It just wasn't right. So we tried to leave early, but it would have cost us too much money. So we just went on with it and realized this thing is not for me. This oh. all-inclusive thing. Although the Solana, I would do. Yeah, yeah. At Benidorm. Oh, <laughs> you know all these things. Oh, it's my, one of my favorite I shows. Love, because people don't know this, but Michelle came to like Chatty Man. And I was like, you know Chatty Man, but you know, you know Four in a Bed. Yes. You know Come Down With my Me. My favorite. Well, you, you know everything. Only Fools Chelsea, and Horses. Only Fools and Horses. It's yes. so strange. I know. I'm so weird. And that's probably why I never really had friends growing up because I was always a weirdo, but also never fit in. Nobody understood my sense of humor. No. Nobody understood why I was so different and bizarre. <laughs> and maybe because I wanted to be English and I just yeah. wasn't. <laughs> that's just it. And you know, you mentioned Blackpool then. Yeah. Because... That because I when I obviously we both work on a, RuPaul and everything. On everyone asked me about drag. Now I got all my drag from Blackpool. That's well, when I saw my first drag. Did you go to um, Flying Handbag? Oh it, yes, there's of course. There's a Flying Handbag, and then there's Lady. Was it, not, was it Girls? Uh, yes, that's it. Go, funny Girls. Yes. But that's my I bit. went to Funny Girls. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Oh, my God. I it's loved it so it? much. Yeah. They did such... What I loved about it, first of all, was Scott's Week. So I was thrilled. I heard Glaswegians everywhere. I loved it. <laughs> and then I got to see the Queens and they put on a production. Yeah. And and I know they knew that I was there. I got to meet them and stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure they would give an extra wink for me. Yeah. But it was so wonderful oh, yeah. to see the production they put on how many shows a week? Yeah, yeah. Alan, it was so enjoyable. The hard working, so hard, hard working. Oh, my goodness. And singing. But then you see, 
I I went there way back, and black. We know when there was Blackpool Share, and uh-huh. it was basically a trucker Yay! with a black wig on, Yay! and they like you'd go in there and like you know a woman would go in there and say, "Who's opened a tin of tuna?" It was that misogyny. <laughs> that- <laughs> You know what, though? It wasn't misogyny. I don't ever want to use that word in drag. Let me tell you why. There's a lot of people who think, you know, there's a lot of TERFs and a lot of, you know, these really militant women, cis women, that think that drag is misogynistic. And I couldn't disagree more. If anything, it is celebrate. You say celebratory, but we say celebratory. Um, It's just, it's, it's these queer kids, the majority, not all have been raised by a single mom or a grandmother because they weren't allowed or taken in or loved or, you know, a father didn't approve. Um, so it's it's their honoring them. And it's done. Yes, a lot of it's cheeky and fun, and, and the yeah. tuna is a joke. Said, I could say it about myself. Here he comes, mincing mini. That's what he called me. It was the first time I'd had interaction with a drag queen. I mean, I was nervous enough as it is because, you know, because you and I always I've got one of those faces. I always get picked on. Here he is, mincing mini. I was like, I just think drag is is something that is celebratory and not misogynistic. And listen, there's there's an exception to every rule. But we're talking about generalizing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a fun thing, and they do it right in Blackpool. Yeah. I'll tell you what. And you know, some of the first ones I I grew up on. I was seventeen, eighteen years old in New York City. They were that ilk. You know, they yeah. were they were not beautiful. No, <laughs> they were camp and fun and filled with heart and sass and the yeah. dirtiest jokes you've ever heard, yeah, which yeah. would be canceled in two seconds flat now. <laughs> yeah, but that's the basis, the yeah. fundamental of drag is an fu to society. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Because that's the thing. I, we went to Birmingham to see um, the Vivian and Bag of Chips. And it is a, we live in this world. You can get cancelled with one joke. But the stuff they were saying was not so near the knuckle. It was over the knuckle and heading towards the wrist. It was like, I know what you're thinking. Because Bag of Chips came out with that blonde wig on. Princess Diana's lost weight. And all, oh, oh, no, no, no. Princess Diana's put on weight. And he's like, fuck, anyone else says that? Done. They live in this no man's land, no man slash woman's land right. of like, my God, they go places. Well, listen, they do get cancelled. People try all the time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, let's go back to what I just said. Mm. That's the fundamental of drag is mm. F you to society. It's not to be taken seriously as far as, yes, as an art form, yeah. but not as the words that are coming out of a yeah. bag as a comic. Mm. Vivian is an impressionist slash performer. You know what I mean? You're not going to go to her for... what singers they are as well. Oh, Bagger can sing. She held this note and ordered a gin and tonic at the same time. That's our Bagger. Honestly. That's our Bagger. (laughs) Doing God's work. Yeah. 
The thing is, what people ask me about drag is, I think it's the surrealness of it all. I mean, I remember being in P-Town and seeing someone dressed as Barbara Streisand and Celine Dion fighting over a dildo. <laughs> I have dreams about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I know, it was great. So have you ever gone on holiday with a celebrity? I've been on holiday with Rue. Yeah, what's that like? Um, Rue is very private. Mm-hmm. So Rue keeps to himself. We worked in radio together. So mm-hmm. we've done a bunch of broadcasts like in Barbados. We did some in Disney. It's actually really fun. It's award-winning podcast as yes, well, it, isn't yeah, it? Yes. It was our morning radio show, which was award-winning as well. So we would broadcast live from those places. And he's fun to go on holiday with because he's down to do anything. But he does the crazy stuff. He'll do helicopters and all that, Michigas, which I would absolutely <laughs> – I want to be on the ground if yeah, I can. Yeah. Like I have to fly to get here, but I wouldn't choose. <laughs> like I would choose to walk. Yeah. But my husband loves all that stuff as well. So doesn't it get better flying with the turbulence? Don't you, don't you find yourself getting better? Yes. It's gotten better than when I first started, you know, 1989 when I was in the girl group. It's gotten much better. Yeah. But back then you could smoke. I used to smoke <laughs> cigarettes. So what, the first time we ever flew to Japan, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm just going to smoke and eat my bento box. <laughs> like, this is awesome. But I don't drink and I never did. Um, and I quit smoking 26 years yeah, ago. So yeah. now it's like, mm, <laughs> stone cold sober and it's bumpy. And I'd look at, I'd talk, I'd make friends with the, you know, the flight attendants and I'd say, doesn't this scare you? They're like, they're like holding on to seats and they're yeah. like, no, this is normal. And I'm like, normal what? When they, when the flight attendants go and sit down and put Early, their own seatbelt on. Don't that, like it. That's when you know. I watch their eyes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If yeah. their fear. They seem to never show fear though. No. The first time I was in first class, I didn't realise that they carry on serving the drinks even through turbulence. Because when you're in cattle class, one little bump, right, trolley's going back up. Pack it up. You'll have to starve, die of thirst. (laughs) Over there, she was still pouring me a gin and tonic. Yep. I've it, changed. But different was, world. Yeah. Up there in the front of the plate. Bread rolls everywhere. Like, it's not fair. No. You even get bread on a plate. You, you get it served on a plate. I know. It's amazing. What it? is it like? Because down in the economy, they're like jet wash Kiora. I know. <laughs> Open wide. Open wide. It's true. If you're flying in first class today on Allen Air, please sit back and enjoy our wide array of champagnes and fine wines. If you are in economy, please just open your gobs and hope for the best. I mean, you're a vegan. Uh-huh. What's it like? Sounds like, sound like I was accusing you then. You're yes. a vegan. How do you cope abroad? Did you struggle to get vegan food? Because you live in California. That must be easy. Everything's vegan over there. I never struggle. You can find something somewhere because at the end of the day, you can have a salad. But now you can go shopping wherever you want and okay. you can get faux cheeses, nut cheeses, you know, which I don't even like to call faux because it's still food. But you can you can get taken care of. Yeah, somewhere, <laughs> anywhere. And the problem more so for me is because I'm celiac, is the gluten-free issue. Ah. That's the harder thing because a lot of times they'll go, well, we have this steak. And it's like, mm, mm. I know I'm a pain in the – like they were not – I didn't pre-order the gluten-free meal. This is such a lame story. But on the way going from Singapore mm. to the UK and, and they could not – the Singapore air staff – was so incredible. They could not fathom the idea of me not eating for 14 and a half hours. And I was like, guys, I'm used to it. I ate a big breakfast. They're like, can we please? Like they kept coming back and I said, I can't eat that. It's got this, it's got this. And and, uh, literally I had 10 plates of fruit that kept kind of coming through because they knew it was the only thing that I could So what happens if you do eat gluten? Do you get brown rain? Can I say that? Rain is an understatement. (laughs) Cyclone is more realistic. 
<laughs> Get your own yeah. turbulence. And the pain <laughs> is the worst part of it. It was if it was oh. just the brown rain, we could deal. But it was like it's like stabbing. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that type know. of stuff. Oh, my Not hospital bound, but literally. Uh, I got glu- I'm going to use it as a verb. I got glutened. Um, my own fault. Gluten bashed. It's exactly what happened when I um, I baked an apple pie, what, a gluten free one and a regular one, and I threw the gluten free one away because we were leaving the next day. I was doing Jamie and on the West End, and my husband and my kids were coming back after we took off for Christmas, and I was like, surely I I could eat them. Because I was like, I don't want to eat that after Christmas because I'm going to be good and not eat sugar. Well, the next morning I wanted cold apple pie. So I took the top off and I figured surely I can eat the apples out of it because the – well, they baked together. And it, it, of course, intermingled in the oven. So I got glutened. I glutened myself. (laughs) And um, we were taking off in the airplane. And I was – I ran to the bathroom without anybody seeing me. I took off on the loo. No. On the In doubled over an extreme oh, pain oh no. because of the brown ring. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I wish I wanted to sort of make fun of it. But you can make fun it. of it. No, no, but I feel it's, it's just all a, It's I, stomach ache. It's a bit of a gray. And no one really asks about because I suffer with IBS. But oh, you so know. you understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah, doesn't yeah, bother yeah. me if you make fun. Like the first time it happened was that sketch when I decided I'm going to have some dairy. Sketch is the tea house in, in London. I figured I'm going to have oh, dairy yes, this day yes. because there's like these incredible pavlovas and things. Like I want it. You want I'm not experience. Right. It's not meat, but I'm going to do some dairy. I hadn't had dairy in four years. Mm. You know those eggs you go to the bathroom mm. in and sketch? Oh my God, those eggs. Yeah. I bastardized that <laughs> egg. It will never, I desecrated it. Oh no. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it was a day I'll never forget. Yeah. Do not enter the egg. I repeat, do not enter the egg. Do not, do not enter the egg. When you go into a hotel, do you complain if you don't like it or do you get your other half to complain? You know what? I really don't complain. You don't complain. Not a complainer. The only thing I'll complain about, like, okay, my girlfriend and I were in New York City for two weeks doing a talk show and we had a really beautiful, bougie-like penthouse. But this penthouse, we didn't pay for it. The show was paying for it. The water was leaking out into my floor every time I turned the tap on. There was no hot water in my tap. So things like that, I have to complain about because I need hot You're water. I love butlins. <laughs> Do they I'm have hot j- water? J- okay. If they have we hot love water, butlins, I'm joking. I'm no. okay. <laughs> yeah. So things like that, yes. Everything, I'm not going to complain. Why would I complain? If, Come okay. on, what gets you go? A smoky okay. room. Say it's a smoke. Say someone's left some gluten on your pillar. <gasps> That's a problem. Uh, if it's a smoky room, and smells like cigarettes. I would move. Okay. Um, if there's black mold, I would move. Okay, but is it, has this ever happened? What? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course it happens. Ooh. Like I just told you, it's a very expensive room, and shit was wrong. Can I curse? Of course yeah. you can. Things were the wrong. The fucking room was yes, shit. yes, yes. So in those situations, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. Precious at all? No, no, no. Nope. So if I can handle it, and it's just a couple days, then I'll I'll handle it. But like, I just left Auckland. I was there for six weeks in my hotel room, and they gave me a suite. And the one next to it wasn't a suite, but it had this gorgeous outdoor patio. Yeah. I wanted the patio, so I switched with um, one of our people on the thing, what? and I gave him my suite. 
Yeah, I wanted the my patio. The only celebrity we've had on here that has downgraded themselves. Downgraded myself for the patio because then I can sit out in the sun. I can do my work on my computer. The other one was like a Juliet balcony where we're going to stand there like this. What's the point of a Juliet balcony? No, pointless. It's like being in prison and you've got those bars there. Thank you can you. see outside, but you can't. It's like in strange No ways. Romeo to be found. No, no, no. So I downgraded myself and it was great. So in Auckland, did you see, cause what did you think of the town? Did you go across? Oh, so you don't drink, do you? Because no, there's a lovely you... vineyard across that river. You go on the ferry and you can have a nice glass of red. In you... Devonport or in Wahiki Island? Oh, so you weren't saying in Auckland, Auckland. So here we are. We were in Auckland, but you take the ferry to Wahiki. That's oh, where I went. The, yeah, where it's beautiful. Beautiful seafood. Yes, it's kind of, yeah. Yes. Mm, Wahiki Island. Oh. So we did go there and we went to Devonport, which is lovely as well. Yeah. Auckland is an incredible, incredible city. Um, I don't drink, but um, the food there is amazing. Uh, it's some award-winning, like, Michelin-starred yeah. places of foodery. Um, but that, that they can get around for, for my eating. I've said this story before. I've said this story before, but um, the bungee jumping hotel. You Not did- doing it. Not no. do, did you do it? No. That's no one s- told me it was a bungee jumping hotel. It's what? I'm there unpacking. People are flying past the window screaming. <laughs> I'm like, how shit is this Were hotel? you in the Sky Tower? Yeah. You were singing in the Sky Tower? Yeah. I I'm didn't like, even know what happened. Ah! I'm like this. Ah! I'm like, oh my God, what's that ah! What the fuck? I didn't know that how there was a hotel. these rooms? People are just going to have had enough. Hilarious. Did you go to the casino? Yes, yes, because mm. it's attached to go through it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's love. There's a great restaurant in the bottom there, too. There's some great... And I'm going to Auckland on my tour later this year. You're so going to have the best it. time. I'm going to give you some restaurants to go to, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, give me some tips about New York. So, we don't want the usual. We want New York. I know you're from New Jersey. Yeah, but I lived in New York as long as I lived in New Jersey. Yeah. Is there real beef between New Jersey and New York? No, it's just New Jersey people... Try to be New Yorkers, but we're really not. Okay. I moved to New York when I was 17, and I left when I was 33. So I think that's like about the same amount God, of time. God, of course, yeah. And my mother's from Brooklyn, so I have a lot of New York so in I'm not going to check your papers. We but believe you. I promise. My pedigree <laughs> is New Jersey. I have a I have a tattoo of New Jersey on my arm. I love it. I love um, that. I'm a very proud Jersey girl, but I lived in New York just as long, and I'll give you, I'll give you places to go in New York yeah, and shows yeah. you have to see. So tell me about New Jersey. Where would I go? I'm going to New Jersey, obviously. Is that how they speak it? New Jersey? Not quite, but um, <laughs> they talk what they talk like me. Like you'd say talk, you'd say coffee. Coffee. Yes. Okay. Dog. Coffee, dog. You're going to walk the dog. going to walk the dog. Right? <laughs> exactly. It, well, New Jersey, the problem is in Jersey, Newark International Airport is wonderful. Except Newark is a city that gets bashed on a lot. My mother's from Newark. My, okay, I have two moms. They're not lesbians. I was adopted. So my okay. biological mother is from Newark. My adopted mom was from Brooklyn. Um, so there you, have, there you have it. So you land in Newark and people look around and they're like, it's called Brick City. It's very industrial. But yeah. Newark has so much heart and soul. So yeah. people don't give Newark enough love. But then there's all different parts of Jersey. It's basically suburbia. You can go down the shore, the yeah. original Jersey Shore. Oh, yeah. Which was basically my life. I interviewed um, the situation once. I'm so sorry. I know. He, yeah, he, yeah, mm. yeah. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> I think I interviewed him. He was, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Doing New Jersey proud. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, I understand. 
I actually lived what they did on TV, so I understand it. But New Jersey is rich with culture. Like I said, Newark is amazing. I grew up in South Plainfield, which is not as amazing as Newark. Not a lot of culture there. But there's there's the shore. There's um, northern New Jersey. There's and that's it. No, that's good. That's good. I just because I feel we all talk about New York and all that and New Jersey. Well, New Jersey is called the Garden State, so it's known for their beautiful, lush. A lot of tomatoes, yeah. a lot of gardens, a lot of beauty. Um, I've never think that. Isn't that yeah. amazing? I know. It's gorgeous. Where do you go for sexy time? Do you like Paris? Where'd you go? Well, my bedroom. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm barely ever home. <laughs> I suppose that's right. Yeah. We don't need to kind of go anywhere. I guess to spice it up, we'll just go in the living room. You know, the kids are out of the house now, so... <laughs> It's, you know, he's lucky. He would like a lot more. Yeah. But I'm exhausted. I'm 53. Menopausal. So I'm like, just roll it, roll me over and stick it in. And I love him, but he's a romantic and I'm not. No. Okay. Well, that's fine. So we're trying to meet in the middle. Yeah. So anywhere we go, we try to make romance because yeah. that's David. Yeah. How long have you been with him? June will be 25 years married. 25 years. Because the question I like to ask is, have you ever had a holiday romance? Have you ever fallen in love with that waiter? Have you ever like? Did you have a kiss? Do you mean like hol- Melanie? Melanie isn't it Melanie Sykes. You mean like her with the? With oh the- my god, the gondolier! Yes. Do you know what? I rang her up. I said, I hope you're being paid by the Venetian tourist no board. No shit. Because it's like, she's stunning. He's stunning. I yeah. mean, the amount of women who are going, get me a flight to Venice Thank now. Thank you. Exactly. Solomio. <laughs> All they needed, yeah. weren't it, was Andrea Pacelli to come by on a gondola. <laughs> That's it. And it's like, come to Venice. Can't lie. I was telling my husband, I think I'm going to get you one of those little outfits. I think gondolier outfit. <laughs> Watching their romance. Um, have I ever? Yeah, I have. Ooh. Not with a gondolier, but um, my girlfriend and I used to make belief. So we would do cruises a lot, my girlfriend Colleen and I. And we would lie and say that we were dancers in the show. <laughs> so everywhere we went to, we would find, you know, they would give us like the banana boat rides and all the rides for free. They'd give us the banana for free too. Um, and we just kind of did that route a lot so we did that a few times but i was always very um let's say free with myself if i saw somebody that i was interested in it's very english to not say anything and you know to let them come to you as far as girls go but i'm a new jersey new yorker girl and if i saw including my husband if i see somebody i like i'm going to say hey you're hot let's fuck And on that note, we're just about to land in New Jersey. Yeah. I've got to ask you this question. You're 100 years old. You've still got all your faculties. You're sitting there in the rocking chair. You've got the blanket over your lap. Where do you want to be? Where do I want to be? Is it cliche to say wherever my family is? I know. Boring. Next. Come on. A place. It's a travel. Oh, the living room. Um, Getting shagged in your living room. At 100? Hey. Still shagging? I think I'd probably like to be in England. I think so. I think David and I are going to move here once the girls are out of uni, full time. We are going to be the best friends. I can't You're wait. Be like RuPaul, who? I'm hanging out with Alan. Oh, That's wow. our goal, I think. And I'm, I'm, yeah. America's struggling, and David loves it. David loves pub, pub culture. Oh my god, he's um, gonna love it. Yeah, I think he's gonna make lots of friends here, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be working. And and also, when I come to, I'm going on tour to LA. You're coming you're, over. You're, you're, you're going to show me around. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a really low to the ground Corvette sports car that I can't wait to see you get in and out of. <laughs> 
It's my favorite thing to watch my friends. Why? Because I because of my It's just all of it. It's so ridiculously low to the ground that getting in and out of it is yeah. so funny. Okay. All right, man. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Me too. This is your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. This is quick fire, quick fire. Oh. Amazon hike or Amazon Prime? Prime. St. Ives or St. Lucia? No, Ives. Local delicacy or give me a Mackie D? Local. Mozzie guard or no thanks, I'm hard? Um, no thanks, I'm hard. <laughs> and tip them or fuck them? Tip them. You've got a tip. Em. American. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed your flight with Michelle Visage today and you will be back again next week when comedian Paul Chowdhury joins us on board. Please check your overhead lockers and in front of your seats for any belongings you might have left behind. Thank you again for flying Alan Air and don't you forget it. Lots of these.